River McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you the Fibber McGee and Molly program. Transcribed, written by Phil Leslie, and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. For a long time, farmers, professional people, and self-employed folks had their own systems for saving money regularly. Everything worked fine until a payment was missed. Then another. Finally, complete neglect. The end of their system. The end of saving. Then came the bond-a-month plan. The easy, automatic way to buy United States savings bonds. No chance of neglect in this system. Your bank handles all the details. You simply fill out an authorization card. Then, each month, your bank transfers funds from your checking account. Buys a savings bond in your name delivers it to you. You get a bond a month every month like clockwork. That's the sure way to save money systematically. And when your bonds mature in less than 10 years, look at the nest egg you'll have. $4 for every $3 you put in. Regular saving is effective saving. Invest in United States savings bonds through the bond a month plan. That little parakeet chirp, will you, Molly? Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> Hi, baby. How you doing? Doing fine, he said. He's such a happy little thing. And why not? I'd be happy and carefree, too, if I had somebody rushing in to feed me every time I got hungry, fluttering around me all day to see if I was comfortable and covering me up at night so I wouldn't catch cold. Come to think of it, I have, haven't I? <laughs> Yes, you have, dearie. And if you want a cuddle bone and some fresh gravel, I'll bring you that, too. No, thanks. I've had my gravel today. Next time you buy a box of it, get some that's not so white, will you? Why? I filled the salt shaker with it this morning and had it on my eggs. Boy, that was... Oh, the... look at him climb around that cage, McGee. Look, he's hanging upside down from the bars. Yeah, and singing at the same time. <laughs> Boy, Gordon McRae can't do that even. Hey, look at him. He's still hanging upside down. I bet he's got his foot caught. No, no, no. Don't get excited. He's all right. You see? Look at him climb down the side of that cage. He shouldn't poke his head out between the bars like that. He's like, hey, his head is caught. Quick, spread the bars apart. So... Oh, 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 he's all right. <laughs> he does that all the time, McGee. Huh? My goodness, the way you worry about that bird. Oh, I don't want anything to happen to him. One of these days, that parakeet is going to be the world's champion talker. Don't forget, I'm teaching him myself, you know. There was a straight line if I ever heard one. You betcha. I'm going to master him the English language one of these days. When I get through with him, he'll have a vocabulary like John Cameron Swayze. John Cameron who's he? Swayze. You know, that news commentator, the guy on the radio that gives you the facts behind the inside information, behind the story, behind the news. Oh, him. Mm-hmm. Have you seen today's paper? Right here. I'm looking at the fashion page. Oh, I want to see if they ever made up their minds about the new skirt length. Are they fooling with that thing again? All oh, the silly hogwash. Just because some guy in Paris runs short of material one year, all the women throw out their entire wardrobe. Oh, here we go again. I seem to remember going through the same thing with you right after the new look come along. You're darn right. Why do women always have to follow the leader like a bunch of sheep going over? Saved by the bell. Come in. 
Well, Mr. Oldtimer. Hi, daughter. Hi there, Johnny. What you doing? Oh, hi, Oldtimer. We were just looking through the paper, and I was telling Molly here that... Hey, look at that headline, kids. This means trouble. Big trouble. What headline is that? Right there on the front page. Says government's going to try to cut down the size of Texas. If they think us Texans is going to hold still no, for nothing... No, no, <laughs> no. That's not Texas. That's taxes. Taxes? Why, certainly you know that stuff that every new administration always says the old administration has been collecting too much of? <laughs> and if you'll vote for them, they'll see that you don't have to pay so much of because they can run the government on half of what the other guys wasted? Uh, what do you say, daughter? <laughs> I wish I knew. It's all right here in the paper. Don't you read the papers these days? Nope. Too hard on the nerves. I was reading where, uh... Hey. You still got that little green buzzard, have you? That's a parakeet. You want to hear him talk, old-timer? Well, not especially, son. Why? Listen to him. Here, Buster. Talk to the old-timer. Hi, old-timer. Hi, old-timer. Hi, Johnny. I was just passing by. I Why? thought I'd come in. <laughs> Trying to get the bird to talk for you. Come on, Buster. Talk to him. <laughs> that little fellow reminds me of my girlfriend, Bessie, son. Only just the opposite. What you mean? You can't get him to talk, and I can't get Bessie to shut up. <laughs> she has her mouth open so much, I forget what her face looks like. I says to her yesterday, Bessie, I says... Oh, hey, I almost forgot what I come here for, daughter. Telegram. I brung it to you. A telegram? Gee whiz. I wonder who... Well, open it up, Molly, quick. No hurry, kids. Ain't urgent. Who's it from? Who's it from? Who's it from? Why, it's from Aunt Sarah. Yep. Ah, uh, that's... Skin-fisted old tight flint. What does she want? Let me see. Just bought a new house. She wants me to come visit her. For a few days? And bring you. Let her know when you're coming. Well, dear old rich Aunt Sarah, my favorite aunt. She... Hey, wait a minute. How'd you happen to know what was in that sealed telegram, old-timer? Yes, I'm a little surprised at you, Mr. Old-timer. Don't tell me you held this up to the light and read it on the way over here. Who, me? Well, my... Me hold up a telegram to write and try to read the writing? Oh, not me, daughter. Well, I didn't think you'd do a thing like that. My eyes are too bad. I have to steam them open. <laughs> Back to Whistle Vista in a minute. Mark Twain used to say... Everybody talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. We might add, everybody talks about the bad conditions in our schools, but nobody does anything about it. But no, that wouldn't be quite fair. Today, good citizens all over the country are working to improve our schools. It's true that in many communities, schools are outmoded, run down, and overcrowded. But in most of those communities, intelligent, responsible citizens are joining together to improve conditions. If you'd like to do your part, Join and work with local civic organizations that are trying to make educational conditions better. If you'd like to know what other communities are doing to improve their schools, just write the National Citizens Commission for Public Schools, 2 West 45th Street, New York 36. That's National Citizens Commission for Public Schools, 2 West 45th Street, New York 36. Remember, better schools build a stronger America. nice of Aunt Sarah to invite us for a visit. You know, we haven't seen her in a couple of years. You know that, don't you? Yep. 
Seems only yesterday, don't it? I wonder what her new house looks like. Probably looks like she does. What do you mean? Old, small, and tight. Oh, it won't be small, I promise you that. And Sarah likes a big house, you know. Her old mansion has always been a show place. Yeah, well, she probably sold that place on account of because she needed another half million bucks to balance the south end of her mattress. The other end is... Oh, McGee, now you know Aunt Sarah doesn't keep her money in her mattress. She keeps money every place. She's the only person I know who ever deposited a branch of the Chase National Bank into her personal account at the City Trust Company. Oh, she took all her money out of the City Trust. Says she doesn't trust the city. She doesn't trust anybody. She don't even trust me. And she's so right. <laughs> Just kidding, of course. Of course. I really love the old girl dearly. You know that. Mm-hmm. When I think of that sweet, loaded little old lady all alone in that great big house with no company except 14 servants and $80 million, I just want to go to her right now and hold her hand, the one with a pen in it, <laughs> while she writes out a new will that says, To my beloved nephew, Fibber... Oh, McGee, stop it. Okay. When do we leave, Tootsie? Well, I thought we'd go Friday. Friday? I've got so many things to do first. Such as what? Well, I hate to bring this up, but we've simply got to have some new luggage. Luggage? What's the matter with my good old Gladstone bag? The one you had in Vaudeville? That you bought from the man who had the dog act? Yeah, that's the one. You mean the suitcase with the wire screen in the end of it? Why, sure. That one? Yeah, what's the matter with it? Nothing. It's up in the attic full of those rock samples you brought home from the uranium hunting trip last year. Oh, the time you come in screaming, we're rich? Oh, yeah. Because the Geiger counter you borrowed was clicking like crazy when you held it over those rocks? Well... And it didn't stop clicking till you took off your wristwatch with the radium dial. Well... So that suitcase is in the corner of the attic where you threw it. Run up and get it. Go on. Grab your hat. We'll go downtown and buy ourselves some new luggage. Want to make a good impression on dear old sweet Aunt Sarah. <laughs> What a nice-looking shop. Yeah, they've just been open a couple of weeks. Brand new. Well, let's go in. Boy, they sure got some good-looking bags here. Mm-hmm. I hope the prices aren't too high. Uh, good afternoon, sir and madam. How do you do, sir? Hi, bud. Uh, like to look at some luggage. You came to the right place, sir. Well, I figured the right place to buy luggage was a luggage shop. We're taking a trip. To visit my rich aunt. And my old suitcase won't do. Why, what's the matter with the old bag, sir? Oh, she just lonesome, I guess. She wired us. No, McGee. He means your old Gladstone. It's worn out, sir. What do you have in the way of nice luggage? Anything your little heart desires, madam. How about a nice overnight bag? No, we may be gone a week, bud. You got a nice over-a-week bag? Here's a very handsome number here. Yes, indeed, sir. Uh, Just look at that. Genuine imitation alligator. Doesn't look like alligator to me. No bumps. Ah, ha! It doesn't look like alligator, but listen. Doesn't that sound like alligator? I'm afraid that'd make me nervous. A bag that snapped at me every time. Only forty-nine fifty. Wow, that makes me nervous too. Well, now how about this beautiful set of matched bags? This is genuine saddle leather. No, but uh, we want to carry them, not ride them. Huh. Well, this is a great buy, sir. Only ninety-nine fifty for the pair. Ninety-nine fifty. Holy smokes, what are them bags full of? $20 bills? <laughs> yeah, I see I'm going to have trouble with him. Uh, take a look over here, sir. Just look at this beautiful cowhide number. Pretty all right. Cowhide, is it? Sit on it, madam. Go ahead. 
sit right on it, just like you'd put your winter coat in there as an afterthought, and we're trying to get it closed. Well, I... <laughs> Should I? Here, here, here. I'll sit on it. Let me... That's it. Sit right down, sir, and... Oh, heavenly days. Get up out of there, McGee. My gosh. Real cowhide, huh? Not only that, sir, but this bag comes with a 10-gallon hat and a pair of spurs. Oh. We brand your initials on the side of it, and I guarantee, sir, you'll be mistaken for a visiting cattleman any place you go. Except, of course, in cattle country. Boy, that ought to impress people, Molly. Well, how much, bud? Only $150, sir, including the hat and spurs. Mm-hmm. Oh, what he said. We just sold Dr. George Gamble a set like this yesterday. He didn't take the hat, although... What was that? What was that? Doc Gamble bought bags like this? He going someplace? No, he just saw them and liked them, sir. Son, and... you just solved our luggage problem. Good. Shall I deliver them, sir? Oh, or... no, no, no. Just keep them. We'll borrow good old Doc's. Come on, Molly. We'll go right home and call him up. <laughs> Fibber and Molly will be right back. When it's entertainment you're after, you'll find the very best on this station of the NBC radio network. Tomorrow night, for example, you'll hear Robert Young, Roy Rogers, Ralph Edwards, and Eddie Cantor, each with a great program for your listening pleasure. Robert Young portrays Jim Anderson on Father Knows Best, a program which is based on the assumption that the man of the family can put one over on the wife and youngsters. Of course, it all adds up to laugh-filled entertainment that will surely amuse you and your whole family. Here, Father Knows Best tomorrow. The same night, you can enjoy the zany stunts on Truth or Consequences with Ralph Edwards. When Ralph sends a contestant off on a consequence, it usually ends up as one of radio's funniest stunts. So listen tomorrow and see what's in store for Ralph's contestants when all America plays Truth or Consequences. And if you like Western songs and adventure, you'll find none better than the ones you hear on the Roy Rogers Show. And to top it all off, here are the little-known stories of show business that Eddie Cantor tells on his show business show. Thursday's packed with stellar entertainment on the NBC radio network. Did you talk to Dr. Gamble, McGee, and what did he say? Well, we got cut off. I'll try him again tomorrow. Oh. Good night. Good night, all. NBC has brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old timer and Jack Crucian as the clerk. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Now laugh with Can You Top This on the NBC radio network. <laughs>